Peace. You are welcome to another session of a podcast of August 27th. Um, My name is Supreme Mathematics Polite God Allah. I'm here with a special guest uh, by the name of Rose. And um, I would like for y'all to uh, give him a round of applause. And um, he will explain. Can you please introduce yourself, Mr. Rose? My name is Mr. Rose. And I can give you my Arabic name, uh, my slave name, but uh, uh, that ain't necessary. Uh, They just call me Mr. Rose. Peace. Um, I want to detail a couple questions is very important uh, for society now, especially for the youth of around the world, just as well as North America. And um, you reason why I interview you because you have such of a a major positive uh, light about yourself here in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, Every person I've talked to that's as mentioned your name or has referred you it's always been in a positive way. Um, so, um, I mean, like, it's like, like an uncle or father or, uh, a, a mentor, um, an enlightener, you know, just, uh, many wide varieties of topics that you have, um, that is just great to share. So, uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, one question. Um, how are you, tr- well, pretty much, um, what is, uh, what is the treatment of black people in America today? Like, why is America treating black people like this today? It's simply because uh, uh, their time is up and they feel like the only way that they can uh, stay up is to take us down or to take us back uh, into the slavery-like position that they held us in for years. Uh, But It is not that time. It is time for the resurrection of the mentally dead and the coming up out of that thing. So they are fighting against God and us to hold us in somewhere when they was told they had to let us go 400 years. And that 400 years have passed and they're still trying to hold on to us. Peace. Um, That was a wonderful answer. Um... This next question I wanted to ask you is, um, why is the prices so high now in the market of North America? Uh, the prices in the stores and, and the gas station and in the light bill, the water bill, the gas bill are all high. Those are strings that hold uh, 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 people subjected to them because the one who hold uh, the power over those things can manipulate and use sanction like uh, problems to hold you down and hold you back. Now we know that the laws that was written in the Constitution and other uh, doctrines, it is written in them that we should never rise uh, to be equal with a Caucasian white European. You know? And I, I think that is a disgrace because The greatest power that's in man is in us. We are the first. We are the beginning. So we are in the image of God. And everything else is in the image of us. Peace. Um, 
this next question I wanted to ask you is, um, does the USA president control his life? The U.S. president don't control his life because uh, he is dictated to daily by different influences that influence with great power. So no, he's not of his own. He don't make decisions of his own. Uh, That's why they get killed. They kill presidents and stuff because of that, you know. Uh, Like Kennedy, he wanted his own American money, but the Federal Reserve didn't want that. So they killed him, see. So uh, you have to, in power, uh, uh, you know, you have to pretty much identify identify with, you know, with uh, with position and um, certain uh, places that they put you in to mm-hmm. to manage their money, you pretty know, much. They threatened presidency, like Obama. Uh, he couldn't do nothing. They threatened his wife, threatened his two daughters. I didn't know that. Oh, man. I didn't know that. America is a trickster. Peace. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, I'll be your host, Supreme Mathematics, Polite God of Law. Um, I have... uh, Brother Rose. Yes. And basically, uh, we wanted to... um, Quiz America on uh, a certain diameter of science, mathematics, and the control of God in its own image. And that's basically the black man who's the original man. You know what I'm saying? In the wilderness of North America and all over the planet Earth. The devil thought, the, the devil teach you that we only exist in Africa and that's not right and exact. You know what I'm saying? Africa was a post that was put there by the colored man and to keep us divided. You know what I'm saying? That's why, you know, the devil uh, call us Africans. You know what I mean? Because, you know, he thinks he, that we are different and we're not different. You know what I'm saying? You know, matter of fact, Africa was a, a white man named by the name of Africanus. If anybody want to understand that science. But... I got a question for Brother Rose because it was about this prominent man that I think everybody should uh, uh, basically know and live by. But at the end of the day, you know, he's the force that controls the universe and, and of this world just as well. You know what I mean? And anybody can challenge me. I can show and prove it. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to go there yet. Um, I got this question for you, Brother Rose, is... Um, why was uh, Master Farah Muhammad so important to black people in the wilderness of North America? All praise is due to Allah uh, for the question, my brother. But the man was so important because he stood for something that no other a light-skinned person stood for. And that is the resurrection of the mentally dead people. He saw uh, there was a people that uh, was of no people that had become a caucus from a great race a time past that had become a caucus. There's nothing left of them. 
and he wanted to bring them back to their own. If my people that is called by my name would humble themselves, so the scriptures say, and come back to their God, then I would heal their land, you know. But uh, uh, getting back to the thing, this man was so important because he's the only one that came with a doctrine of deliverance and to put away the slave man teaching, which they got it from the Yaku, the mm. big head scientist, and he he was the, the scientist uh, of the God that was sent to do away with Yaakov's civilization. Mm. And he was the man fit for that job. Uh, who was who Yakub? What did he create? Yakub uh, created uh, the bus control plan uh, that controlled uh, a human being. And he took the sperm and the ovum and and he, he looked into the genes of man and he seen there was two uh, entities in him, one light and one dark. Mm. And he decided that, that he would uh, create a man through this experiment that is called birth control. Mm. So, and he took that this experiment and drafted the white man out of his being, mm. see, by breathing the brighter ones with the brighter ones and exterminating or, or, or disposing of the darker one, mm. which was a crime mm. to kill the innocent uh, just for experimentation. Mm. So uh, that's why Master Fraud Muhammad was the man of the hour uh, that came to deliver us. And you talking about say anybody uh, you should be looking up to. Uh, you shouldn't be looking at no white Jesus. Right. No. You shouldn't look at no white Jesus because he didn't come. And, and when he did came, as they say, to do a mission, he didn't finish it because the world's still going on as it ever and more evil than before. You see? He did not return the Jews to their land. He, he did not. He failed in his mission. And anyway, if a man give his life for the world then after three four five days later take it back <laughs> he didn't give it right. he basically basically master Farah muhammad taught uh, uh the whole nation of black people in a matter of three years yeah mm-hmm. well uh he didn't he had been visiting where before uh 1930 into America checking out the situation. Okay. See, his father, I forget his name. Uh, I like to throw that name, but. Indeed. Uh, he raised him up for that mission. Okay. See? And that's the way things happen. To, you, you can't look for nothing to come out the sky that gonna help you. Right. You know, when you talk about things coming down, He's talking about the mind. God speaks to the mind. Exactly. He puts ideas, thoughts in the mind. Exactly. The cranium. This is the uh, the world of God. Right. It's on top of 
uh, your body, your head. Exactly. You know, so when God revealed to people different traits, ideal inventions, uh, uh, even the knowledge to get to the moon, it came from God, see, who revealed things to people through the mind. So Master Farad Muhammad was a key successor, but what he did was he found somebody like us, the same color, to be his messenger. And that is the wonderful teacher by the name of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. Mm. Now, that little man was so bold and so brave uh, to be calling white folk the devil back there in the 30s. Come on now. So basically, like, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to refer because they were two, they were two <coughs> black men and but they are brothers of our bloodline. Um, King David, basically, like King David was basically like Elijah Muhammad's return. Mm-hmm. Like Elijah Muhammad's return was like the return of King David. Look, God always send somebody down through the annuals of history, you know, and to, we was to come out of the slavery, but he had to send a light every now and then, shining away to this. See, other than that, we could never reach this. But when Master Farad came, he came with all knowledge and the truth. See, and the truth would do what? Set you free. free. So, because he he was a scientist mm -hmm. uh, from the age of four years old, Mm -hmm. he was taught to um, examine the planet Earth, which is 196,940 million square miles. You know, all that basically, you know, the general the general placement of how you control the universe, how you understand that you have a, um, are the, uh, are the soul controller yourself. That's basically, you know, the broad teachings of, uh, Master Farah Muhammad that be any top scientist in the history of, of, of North, of any, of anywhere. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, Master Farah Muhammad had a, a battle with Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In Detroit, Michigan. This is public record. And he told Albert Einstein, Albert Einstein asked Master Farah Muhammad, he said, man, uh, um, who are you? And uh, he like, basically, who are you? He said, I'm Master Farah Muhammad. And Albert Einstein was like, uh, your, how's your religion more dominant than my religion? And Master Farah Muhammad told him, like, you know, I'm the prophet that made your bloodline. You know what I mean? I, I know how to, I know how to graft you back. I, I, I basically know how to. I could, I have, I have the power to take, take you off this planet Earth right now if I really want to. You know what I'm saying? You know, and 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 and, and uh, Albert Einstein was like, how you can do that? Because I got a nuclear bomb. He said, well. If you think that if I cre- not created you to destroy me, you're going to only destroy yourself. Mm. Because that because that atom bomb has no it, ha- it has no radiation to anything that's going to exist anyway. And I'll be gone before you do that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And Albert Einstein. So basically, Albert Einstein said, "Well, what's my name in Arabic?" And and uh. 
And basically, Master Farah Muhammad said, your name is Yakub. Mm-hmm. And that's the father of the white man, which is a black man, which is he was he was born to bring the white man in existence in the year uh, 6,600. A lot of people thought he was uh, six years old. He was six years old in the development because anything from a, a man, a boy to a man, well, uh, to us, uh, to a father, will always become his own mind and his own principle. So at 33 years old, he already understood the science of separating and putting together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and that's a plus and that's a negative. You know what I mean? Really, that goes off into it goes off into five different colors. That's what you see on the planet Earth right now. But when he only produced white, each one of them took a 6,000 year process. But um, but when he developed white, which is the last process off the original man, he never lived to see that. You know what I'm saying? He was born 20 miles outside the holy city of Mecca. You know what I'm saying? You know, being Yakub, he was a, uh, he was a scientist. So Yaku, uh, uh couldn't live forever like God. No. So what he did was... Uh, uh, put his theory uh, or his philosophy into uh, a book form and, and pass it on to generation to generation. Yeah. And, and that's why we in it today, you know. Yeah. People's practicing what he taught. Yeah, because the because the original man had good in him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What the process of Yakub is to bring evil out so he can be able to do what duality Within two mindsets of, you know, what's what's uh, what's positive and what's negative, or what's you know what's uh, evil, what's good, what's savage, what's civilized. You know what I'm saying? You know that's the two objectives that the mind wrestle with, and that's that was the whole that was the whole uh, awakening of Yakub. He when he seen at the age six years six years old, he was playing with two pieces of steel. He was studying metal at the age of six years old. You know what I'm saying? All he did was he just grew into development of, you know, how to apply this different. Well, he saw that chemistry. Uh, uh, that uh, in uh, the metal uh, uh, display, he, he studied magnets. Right, magnetism, yeah. Yeah, and uh, he found that one could attract another one mm. under his sway by a process called opposite of tracks mm, mm. and uh, uh, that's the way he was able to uh, trick uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the black man into believing that uh, uh, he have created something better than him but he said to he said uh, uh, to his uncle he said uncle said when I'm grown said I'm gonna rule you Say, I'm gonna create something to rule you. Um, 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 in the Bible, uh, they say Yakub was sent to uh, Harim Labim, mm-hmm. and that's in that's in Jedi um, uh, Mecca, mm-hmm. Jedi Mecca. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, the white man. If you ever watch this movie called Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Dark Vader basically is the story of Yakub. Mm. You know what I mean? When when Yakub when when Jacob in the Bible wrestled with the angel. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they, you know, that that's what they, you know, that's what, of course, the white man, he, he got it. He, he, he got his own mathematics. He, you know, Yaku was very smart. He knew how to manipulate and to, and to put it back together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, well, he, he was the smartest of his time. Of his time. See, uh, uh, Master Farad Muhammad is the smartest of this time. Mm. He's the only one who has the power to overcome the Yakob civilization. Mm. See, mm. he's the only one. So, so dang, dang, dang. You know now, and and uh, if you look up in Google. The death of Master Farah Muhammad? No, it don't exist. It don't have no records. It don't exist. See? <laughs> it really don't exist. Because Elijah Muhammad said he went on planet, he was on planet Mars, and he was uh, uh, built, he was basically studying how they build their civilization on Mars. Yeah. Uh, and he well, said it was a black civilization. Yeah. Uh, the honor of Elijah Muhammad revealed to us a lot of things that was taught to him by Master Farad Muhammad. Mm-hmm. But uh, 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 Master Farad went to uh, penitentiary. Mm-hmm. For three and a half years, he taught uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad uh, uh, two or three books. A Message to the Black Man, Our Savior Have Arrived, uh, uh, The Fall of America, how to Eat the Leo, Part One, Part Two, mm. and uh, some su- supreme wisdom mm. that he taught, you know, mm. uh, things that beyond our comprehension. But Master Muhammad, Muhammad, when he came on the scene, he opened the eyes of America in so many ways, just on his arrival. Peace. Um, next question is, uh, why did Malcolm X was so important to, uh, North America? Well, uh, he was not, uh, that important to North America, but he was important to, uh, a certain sector of people that was in America that needed to hear the message, uh, and need to hear it bad, see? So uh, at that time, uh, he went along what his teacher said, see? And he taught uh, like the teacher taught, mm. but it's when he went over to meet those murderers over there, mm. those uh, Muslims that uh, taught the orthodox style, or uh, Sunni Shiite, if you would, and they began to tell, and also Saudi Arabia. They feared, they feared, they no. feared radicalism from it visiting yeah. over there. Yeah, no. What they wanted to do to disclaim uh, the message that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was teaching to the blacks over here by teaching Malcolm uh, that uh, uh, we folks to serve all people and not just the black. Wait, now, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said his message was to who? The black man in America and nobody else. That's what Malcolm had problem with, you see? Because when he went over there, he seen that was dark skin, light skin, white, all everybody bowing down his lungs. But 
the condition over there wasn't the same condition that was over here that could raise us up. It could only hold us down. And that he knew. Peace. Um. And they're coming up out of that thing. So they are fighting against God and us to hold us in somewhere when they was told they had to let us go 400 years. And that 400 years had passed and they're still trying to hold on to us. Peace. Um, That was a wonderful answer. Um, This next question I wanted to ask you is um, why is the prices so high now in the market? Um, you had another segment of the August 27th show. I'm here, Supreme Mathematics, Polite God of Law, and I got here, uh, Brother Rose. And um, I got another question I wanted to ask him was, uh, why was uh, Muhammad Ali so important to sports and politics? For, you know, for Black History Month, for little kids that want to know. Uh, Cassius Clay, whose name was changed to Muhammad Ali, uh, he was beneficial because he worked in the area in which the people was held, and they enjoyed that. So he was put in the, the sport region to bring people to uh, this knowledge that God had sent uh, to the people, and and that was one way of getting them to him. He was. He was named, uh, uh, given a God name because of, uh, of what he represented. He, he did a pretty good job. I watched his, uh, his teaching. And he would not go in the military fighting, trying to fight them, being the calm for the white folks. And that's why I tell you now, if it be a war, I said, people, don't y'all, don't, don't let your children go. Don't do that. Don't put yourself out like that. They ain't going to do nothing for you. But as soon as you win a war for them, put you back in the same predicament that you was in. You know. Peace. Uh, I have another question. Um, Why was um, Minister Farrakhan so important to black people now in America? Our Minister Farrakhan, may God bless him and keep him, uh, was very important because after uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad left, uh, he left a person that was able to uh, galvanize uh, the peoples and bring, what, then your two million people up to Washington, D.C., Yes, for repentance. To try to get back with God. You know, that, like I said, if my people called by my name. And that's why he was so important. He'd been an outspoken teacher. And he never bowed or been. And whether death come to him or not, 
The man, he speaks his mind and with no regrets. And that's what I like in a, in a leader, you know. I don't want nobody up there scratching when ain't nothing to be. Ain't nothing, you know, laughing when ain't nothing funny. But uh, uh, he was the man for this day. If anything, he is the, the greatest helper of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and Master Fraud Muhammad. Now, even though he had some son, Imad Wadadeen Muhammad, he was a great helper. Mm. Because uh, at this particular time, it was the men that the Honorable Elijah Muhammad taught that was in head of the Sunni sector of Muslim here. Right. And it was the minister Farrakhan over the nation of Islam. So now he, now he done, this man now spoke and got now two sectors of Muslim. They may disagree in an area too, but they never disagreed on being Muslim. Peace. Well, we have an, uh, that'll be the conclusion of our show. Well, actually, I want to see a rose because I will always end the show like, <laughs> um, like they always say Jerry Springer used to have a final thought, you know what I mean? Some Jew, after he showed a whole bunch of bizarreness, then he would be like, Jerry Springer, final thought. Man, I used to fuck me up as a kid. But pretty much, uh, I want to always, uh, have Rose conclusion. You know what I'm saying? Well, I find it nice. Uh, but I have to say, all praise is due to Allah, the maker, the creator of all things, uh, for allowing me to speak to you. And I hope that some of the young children and old children. Uh, mind may be awakened and open up and stand up and be something that you are meant to be you know don't let nobody hold you down tell you what you can't do and can do that's why Obama being a black president uh, did a great service for black people just by being it he couldn't do very much but just by being it it gave the, uh, the poor black children uh, some idea that they can accomplish something. Fast peace. Peace. You are welcome to the August 27th show. And, um... This is another segment of me and Dr. Rose. Um, I want you to give a proud introduction of Dr. Rose. How you doing? Hope everybody's fine and well. Thank you. And um, pretty much I'm fine and well, actually, you know. Um, but I wanted to ask you a few uh, questions. Um, starting with the first one um, concerning about America invading Russia. And is that the war they call Armageddon? One thing I must clarify is not America uh, attacking Russia, but it's Russia attacking Ukraine, and and the Ukrainians is looking for America to defend for them. See, so uh, the question was, uh, if America get into that war, 
what would happen. The prospect of uh, what would take place. Now, this is the main thing you need to consider. For one thing, we're dealing with a nuclear power. Not uh, uh, Afghanistan. We're dealing with a, a nuclear power that is, is strong enough to and have the power to send a missile to the United States. See? So this one here can have devastating effect on humanity. Because you look at the lineup of the nations and the people that are certain nations have offended. All those will be coming against America. Now, in this, in this war, and China is on the same continent, right above Russia. And you know we got conflict with China. So now, what are they going to decide with? Who are they going to decide with? You know, they always want to run into Iran. Now, they are enemy of America, too. Now you got North Korea, a nuclear power, also in conflict with America. Because America policy is they want to move their troops on other folks' land and take over. But they don't want nobody else to do it. See? But now Russia is a superpower. It feels like it can do it too. See, and that's what he wants to reclaim that land that was once Russia. Or if they don't, they let NATO keep pushing forward with a uh, uh, Democrat or the democracy in which Russia is against democracy. China is against democracy. This we know. So they set up the stage for war. Now, how the outcome, who knows? How the outcome will be? Peace. Um, well, um, I wanted to uh, also ask you, um, um, peace. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, uh, how does Israel have a hand in the pocket of every country on the earth? Israel, uh, the Bible records Israel as being uh, in the last days, as being the saga god of Satan. Now, and how did it have hands and everything? Because the Jews run everything. That's why Hitler was killing up the Jews, because they want to possess everything and get poor power like America and doing in Europe or don't they they're doing that right now they kind of want to control pan Africa they want they look at once in history they tried to take over China uh, Israel yeah well the people that support Israel see Israel is a the saga god now who is the number one supporter of Israel no America is the number one supporter of the of the so-called Jews in Israel. Right. Matter of fact, we give so many billion dollars a year to that little uh, country to take over Palestinian territory. Well, I wanted to I wanted to say uh, it was a movie. Uh, the way you painted it is a movie. 
uh, I was watching this show uh, about this uh, this gangster. He he built Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. His money went behind Las Vegas to get built uh, with Bugsy Siegel. His name was Myra Lansky. Mm-hmm. He was a Jew. Mm-hmm. And uh, the uh, U.S. Marshals of the United States government had went to him and asked him to get <coughs> Hitler's uh, Nazis out of American territory. Mm-hmm. A lot of them set up shop and he was recruiting young white people into the uh, Nazi party. Mm-hmm. And um, they couldn't, and, and the FBI, the U.S. Marshals, they couldn't really get all of them by themselves. So they needed Marlansky's help. and. He brought a lot of men uh, to their meetings and um, took them, took out the Hitler uh, the Hitler Nazi Party out of America. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so he tried to get like go to go back to Israel for uh, to, to die there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But Israel won't let him retire there. You know what I'm saying? When he went over there, they just sent him right back. You know what I'm saying? So. That's crazy how America could support something that don't even love them. But listen to this, bro. If I tell you that Israel is the second garden of Satan, those so-called Jews, see, people call them Jews. They're, they're not the Jews. Now, uh, in order to know the original Jews, you got to study history. Okay. <coughs> the original Jews are you and I. Yeah. That's why the scripture reads and says, if you help the Jews, you'll be blessed. And that's what they use in that scripture, but you just around, and they're using that to be blessed, mm. see? And give them the, the, the leeway. Matter of fact, you know, you can't say nothing bad about a Jew, or he, uh, he's anti-Semitic toward us, right. you know? But a black person can't be anti-Semitic against himself, the original Jew, right. see? In history, they, they took the place of black and usurped their land. Matter of fact, in South Africa some years ago, in the 80s, when the apartheid regime was in power, white driven, but backed by who? Satan. Who is Satan? The United States of America. I want you to know who's the devil. That's Satan. That's why Israel is called the sacred god of Satan, and Satan America's is the one that supports Israel. Right. 100%. They, uh, I've heard preachers uh, refer to America as the great Satan. That's right. So if, 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 if Israel is the sac- sacred god? Yes, sacred god. That's a place. See? Synagogue. Synagogue, yeah. yeah I, syn- I'm saying it wrong. The synagogue of uh, of Satan, then America is the great Satan. Think that so? That's that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. Uh, peace. Um, this next question will go into uh, what is the determined idea of for making devil wrongdoing? Let's get this straight. Wrongdoing makes Satan. Wicked idea, wicked ways. And, and, and uh, give you an example. The making of devil was to make us in America a carving copy of themselves. And right now you can see black killing black, white killing white, Mexican killing Mexican. We're just a bunch of, uh, Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, we are one country where every evil bird, despicable, 
corrupt bird, even for a them as human. So we were born in iniquity, brought up in it. See? So when we hit the shores here, we were already adoptinated into Satan's hand. Until you be resurrected out of Satan's hand, you'll end with it. Peace. Um, I wanted to ask you uh, why America is not helping Ukraine. America wants to help Ukraine. And they're doing it in, in ways. They send uh, tanks and uh, 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 artillery over there for them to fight. But, yeah, they didn't ship someone already. But, but the Ukrainians, uh, they sat around for the longest, not thinking Russia going to do nothing. But now, they worry. Since Russia have a uh, encamp from just about every area. Yeah, on the outskirts. Okay. So that way, I see Russia is another uh, uh, angle of that evil. Okay. Because Russia is a Caucasian. Of course. Like, uh, America leaders are Caucasian. Yes. Or European. Yes. You know? I've always been taught, man, um, that, you know, uh, if you, <laughs> you beat with any white person, mm. it better not be a Russian, man. Mm. <laughs> they come like 10 or 12. You know what I mean? Because uh, one, one, the, this, the last scene at uh, training day with Dizzy Washington, we got shot up mm. in his car. Mm. Those were Russians. Yeah, yeah but look, that just to, uh, to make, uh, just to teach the fear of white people's wrath and yeah. evil. But no, we can't focus on that. We got to look beyond that type of thing. Yeah. Because uh, that's a better day for us if we go out for that day. If not, we accept where we're at and we remain in the same predicament, mm. you know? Mm. So uh, really, I think that America has stood in too many pots and created too many enemies right. that we will have to face. Getting a taste of its own medicine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm said that the chicken come home to roost. Yeah. Now he having internal affairs as well. Now, that's why Donald Trump wanted to be in there because they wanted to really push the martial law down on black, brown, and red people, mm. the melanated people. That's why he built that wall yeah. in Mexico. Yeah, he's talking about that now. He said, uh, Trump uh, Trump said yesterday that now if he'd have been spending his time controlling his own border, he wouldn't be over there trying to defend the border over there. Right, right. But, uh, but him defending the border over here just make him just like Russia. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Anytime you tweet Vladimir Putin's a genius, then, you know... Um, that going to tell you that, you know, you and him got private uh, money amongst each other. Mm-hmm. You got private money because if you look at Donald Trump's wife, she looked Russian. Mm-hmm. She you. Her wife is Russian. Right. Oh, well, that gives it away. And he's a promoter somewhere. I've got, I know he's And I think his people from Russia. Yeah. If you trace it back, his mm-hmm. people from Russia. Yeah. And see, uh, that's that's a major, that's a major, uh, um, Peace. Peace. Okay. Next question. The school system, what 
should be taught in the school system. What, what, what do you say? I, say that again. I didn't get a good understanding. And, um, pretty much, um... Peace. You're welcome to the August 27th show. I have a special guest by the name of Dr. Rose. And um, there you have it, you know. Um, more to come because um, uh, inquiring minds got to know, you know. Well, uh, this question I wanted to ask you, uh, Dr. Rose, um, about the school system, um, the American school system. What does the American school system, what should it be taught to the children? Well, what curriculum should be taught to the children, you saying? Yes. Okay. If the child is taught how to read, how to write, and how to add and subtract money, uh, he can get as much education as he want to sitting at home off his cell phone. You know, he really don't have to go to school. Well, the, uh, the school system now is obsolete to this particular time. Mm. This is the computerized age. Mm. And the children advance from the computers better. But this, this put the teachers out of a job, the principal out of a job. Uh, just a few people can go on the internet and they have a group of people and he can teach, one person can teach 10,000 people through the internet and without the cost of maintaining a building and this right here and being bused from here to there. Right, So right. Really, that, cuts, that, cut, whoo, that cuts a lot of um, the internet, the power of YouTube and the power of the internet has basically... Uh, joint hands with the other hand and been able to, you know, like that painting by Michelangelo, mm -hmm. when the two hands meet together, right. that's exactly what the internet did, it, it put them two hands together because, like, like if, if I say something from one room, it's going to connect to like 20 other rooms, oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And that could, man, that's, whoo. Technology. That cut, not only cuts out the schools, and that cuts out the telephone company industry, you know what I'm saying? Not only that, look, uh, uh, in the pandemic, Churches begin to teach over the air. Mm. So that's going to be the next technology for the church. But they fighting against it because what? Going to put the church out of business. They, see, if they do it like that, so they don't want to do it like that. They want to keep power where they at. See? But that's a different time. We got to get up par with the modern technology, use it to our advantage, and these children are best equipped to use it. So I tell you, I get my grandchildren to come and help me with the phone sometimes. You with know? anything. Yeah. Anything technical. Yeah, right. Youth is very employable mm -hmm. and very um, very useful. Right. Mm -hmm. You know. You know, I mean, my bet is only younger people. I preach for them, God. I pray for them. God, I want them to be the best that they can be. Great answer. Peace. Um, I wanted to ask you, uh, how can you teach a kid in a minute? Well, 
It's depending on what you're trying to accomplish with a kid. Because these kids can catch on very quick and very fast. Now, I did a technique once when I was with a little boy. And he, he couldn't even read or nothing. He had never went to school. And uh, I used a bag of these little candies that you get in the individual wrap. And they have assorted kinds in there. And every time he would spell one, I started off with the smaller uh, letter ones. And, uh, and he figured it out. And I handed it to him. He would chop it up right quick. He'd eat it up right quick. And I, I put some more of them out there. And he picked the one that he wanted to spell. And he spelled that one. And before you know it, that boy was spelling Butterfinger, Snickers. I mean, and, and hitting them. I ain't kidding. <laughs> hitting them. Right. Of course, you. Yeah. You taste that sweetness. <laughs> now, that, that is my way of, of getting them to learn. Okay. But the best way to teach a child is from the mother's womb. Uh, see, because the hearing is the, uh, the first sense that is developed in the child. Okay. You see? So a child starts hearing uh, at a very young stage of development, mm. even in the womb. You see mm. what I mean? So uh, the best way is mothers and, uh, should uh, put something on let a child hear if that she want him to inhere it to, mm. let him hear it whether he do it or not. See, but that's the best way to teach it is from the mother's womb. Peace. Um, for every uh, day of this month, or for the remainder of this month, <laughs> is uh, I want to definitely give a certain historical figure uh, that's uh, been a uh, game changer for the black community on this, this uh, month of Black History Month, which is a very important month. Um, I wanted to ask um, Rose. Uh, uh, what? Why was George Washington uh, Carver uh, important to America? Uh, Mr. Carver, hmm. I, yeah, I studied him along with Frederick Douglass and Booker T. Uh, Washington. But George, he was a was a really he was program man. See, because uh, he was raised with white folks. I'm, I'm gonna, you see, you got, I got to tell you, like, he was raised with white folks, so he had the white mentality. Now, he had the development and skill of the aboriginal, which he was, you see. But they used him to uh, cipher his knowledge for their benefit, and they get paid from it. Mm. And he mm. was eager to give it to them, mm. see. Mm. Yeah, he, he yeah, I think so he had like, like how they would pay a basketball player basically. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making billions of dollars off you mm-hmm. and you just get you sign a little contract, they make it triple the much as what you signed for. You just getting a little you get you getting what you signed for, but they're making triple off of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's just that's but you're doing all the work. Mm-hmm. But and, and that get me too when uh uh you see a a a a star make so many million dollars and you hear your own kind of talk. What did he do? Because they ain't never had no money. So they don't, they don't you see what I mean? They don't understand. They, they don't, they don't um, you know, they don't really uh, take it to the, uh, the, re- the rapidity of um, like, 
if I, uh, Cat Williams said the best. He said, man, that's why people are who they are because if you give them some money, what they're going to do? They're going to be buying it on a whole bunch of liquor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't give a thousand dollars to a, 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 crack, a crackhead. You don't give a thousand dollars to a person that drinks. You know what I'm saying? All you're doing is just basically, he going to give it back. If they wasn't trying to control what they do, how much they do, a lot of these people have been out of here already. That overdose, that drank too much. See? But they, they take and make a business out of it. See? And we're going to sell them the alcohol and arrest them for drinking it. Hmm. You see? Right. Right. <laughs> uh, we're going to sell them the cigarettes, but make rules and laws. It can't be smoked in this area because it's killing people. Right. Right. But it's a deadly chemical anyway. Right. Should be taken off the market. If you right. really want to do something for humanity, right, exactly. you know, not uh, procrastinate on these areas, but because of filter lucas sake, that's money, mm-hmm. you know, they let it stay on the table and the drugs that are better for you, they demonize them right along with them bad drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Peace. Uh, you uh just the end of August twenty seventh. You will have another show coming on soon, and um I'll end the night with peace and happy Black History. Yeah, happy Black History. How many minutes we got there? Oh man, you got plenty. You got oh, plenty of time. Oh, uh, Black good. History too. I would like to see something done. Uh, uh, next Black History, and you probably could do it going out on this one, but I'd like to see the Million Man March put in his proper place as helping black folks. Now, I hear them, they'll name everybody named Malcolm X, but they don't never mention the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who taught Malcolm X. You know, and I think they, 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 they do a terrible thing when they do that. They didn't, they didn't do that at the Million Man March? Well, at the Million Man March, uh, it, uh, it was uh, uh, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad People doing that. It was Minister Farrakhan speaking at that. Okay? But when you come to black history, you never hear him say anything about the Million Man March. You never the hear nothing great, about Louis Farrakhan in black history. Right. Uh, the greatest march, a peaceful march, that ever took place, took place in Washington, D.C., and they didn't have to have no uh, guns around, even though it was there. Uh, no, I know. I'm speaking from experience. I was there. See? Right. And uh, uh, really, the peaceful black people marching for freedom. Hmm. You know, and, and, and no violence, nothing. Hmm. See, but they don't they don't portray that. But on Black History Month, this should be displayed. You know, this should be that is our accomplishment. Right. You know, they they only show. The failure, for instance, they want to tell you about roots, how they beat us down on Black History Month. That's teaching black history, but the negative of black history. I want to to start teaching, teach the negative, but teach the positive too, you know? And that's what I want to see happen on black history. I would like to see Black History Month open with uh, the march on Washington. The uh, uh, Martin Luther King March. Uh, I like to see him start it off like that. Somebody in our uh, class should 
dictate what it is our history month, right? Right. Should dictate uh, the pace. But no, no. Those so-called Jews which control everything and everybody of anything want it to be done their way. They want our black history taught the way they want it taught. Well, you know what's weird about the school system? I start to notice, like, especially in the South, like, you got most of the South uh, slave masters were Jewish. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go to school, most of them is their most of them is their great granddaughters, their great their great uh, grandsons. They teaching you in school. You know what I'm saying? How you know from the kindergarten all the way up to twelfth grade. You know what I'm saying? Right. So. Uh, uh, and and the Jews they operate off a system of twelve anyway, <clears throat> you know. Um, like um, I was telling you about this one science, uh, this one science called gematria. You know what I'm saying? That's how they able to fix fix games and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because of uh, uh, each like each number is in a case of of uh, four categories. Mm-hmm. I mean four four uh, areas. They- yeah, four stages, yep. Like the calendar in a way. It's basically like the calendar. But uh and pretty much, you know, it's just it's all about matching them numbers, you know what I mean? But 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 each number matches a historical point to where you would know what either what what happened or or how this can happen because this would happen before. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Cuz Black History Month was mainly Michael Jordan. It's kind of like Michael Jordan's month. He was born on Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan was born February 17th. He um, So a lot of people bet it on Michael Jordan because it was the uh, he was born in Brooklyn, New York. So it was the Brooklyn Nets had played the team that he owned, but these white folks kicked him off of it, you know what I'm saying, Ca- uh, called the Washington Wizards. You know what I mean? And pretty much, because uh, he played, he played and he owned the team, and they didn't want him to do either or. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, so. Um, but it was a lot of it, that was a big bet that night. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, the gematria makes it to where you you at least know the historical aspect of it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. Critical race theory. They don't want that talk. What's that? Critical race theory. Critical race theory. Yeah, what, is that? what is that? That's to teach white children uh, uh, the ways of their grandparents and their parents. Okay. You know, they don't want those children to, to be developed in their era or to know the truth. Right, right. See? Or what they grandparents right. did. You know. Right. And, and, because and how they, they got it. Because they read in the Bible and they, and they read something about those children that we're talking about. Mm. It said... That God would take vengeance on the third and fourth generation of those slaveholders that he had up. <coughs> okay. See? Okay. Yeah. So it would be taken out on them. Hmm. Why? Because they received the benefit. Even though they didn't do the act, they received the benefit that they come up and on top. They benefited from it, right. so they got to pay the piper. So you go. That that's why a reparation is a necessity. Mm. See, really, because okay. you got to repair the damage that was done. You got to be responsible for what you done. 
what your people do. Right. You right. know? What um okay. Um well I'm gonna end this podcast with on this right here. Um that was one of that was another segment of Rose Final Thought. You know what I'm saying? I told you I was gonna uh start making those uh segments of their own. But um we'll end the show on this. Peace. Peace. Um for every uh day of this month or for the remainder of this month <laughs> is uh I wanna definitely give a certain historical figure uh that's uh been a uh, game changer for the black community on this this uh month of Black History Month, which is a very important month. Um I wanted to ask um Rose uh uh, what? Why was George Washington uh, Carver uh, important to America? Uh, Mr. Carver, hmm. I, yeah, I studied him along with Frederick Douglass and Booker T. Uh, Washington. But George, he was a was a really he was program man. See, because. Uh, he was raised with white folks. I'm, I'm gonna, you see, you got, <laughs> I got to tell you, like, he was raised with white folks, so he had the white mentality. Now, he had the development and skill of the aboriginal, which he was, you see. But they used him to uh, cipher his knowledge for their benefit, and they get paid from it. Mm. And he mm. was eager to give it to them, mm. see. Mm. Yeah, he, he yeah, I think so he had like, like how they would pay a basketball player, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, they're making billions of dollars off you, mm-hmm. and you just get you sign a little contract. They make it triple the much as what you signed for. You just getting a little, you get you getting what you signed for, but they're making triple off of you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, that's just that's. But you're doing all the work. Mm-hmm. But it, and that get me too when a, uh, uh, you see a a, a a a star make so many million dollars and. You hear your own kind of talk. What is he doing? Cause they ain't never had no money, so they don't. They don't you see what I mean? They don't understand. They don't. They don't. Um, you know, they don't really uh, take it to the uh, the re- the rapidity of um, like if I uh, Cat Williams said the best. He said, "Man, that's why people are who they are because if you give them some money." What they gonna do? They're gonna be buying it on a whole bunch of liquor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't give a thousand dollars to a, 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 crack, a crackhead. You don't give a thousand dollars to a person that drinks. You know what I'm saying? All you doing is just basically he gonna give it back. If they wasn't trying to control what they do, how much they do, a lot of these people would be out of here already. That overdose, I drank too much. See? But they they take and make a business out of it. See? Oh, we're gonna sell them the alcohol and arrest them for drinking it. You see? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna sell them the cigarettes, but make rules and laws. It can't be smoked in this area because it's killing people. Right. Right. But it's a deadly chemical anyway. Right. Should be taken off the market if you right. really want to do something for humanity. Right. Exactly. You know? Not uh, procrastinate on these areas, but because of filter lucas sake, that's money. Mm. You know? They let it stay on the table, and the drugs that are better for you, they demonize them right along with them bad drugs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
Peace. Uh, you'll uh, just the end of August 27th. You will have another show coming on soon, and um, I'll end the night with peace and happy Black History. Happy Black History. How many minutes we got there? Oh man, you got plenty. You got oh, plenty of time. Oh, Black History too. I would like to see something done. Uh, uh, next Black History, and you probably could do it going out on this one. But I'd like to see the Million Man Mark put in his proper place as helping black folks. Now, I hear them, they'll name everybody named Malcolm X, but they don't never mention the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who taught Malcolm X. You know, and I think they, 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 they do a terrible thing when they do that. They didn't, they didn't do that at the Million Man March? Well, at the Million Man March, uh, it uh, it was uh, uh, the uh, Honorable Elijah Muhammad people doing that. It was Minister Farrakhan speaking at that. Okay, but when you come to Black History, you never hear him say anything about the Million Man March. You never heard nothing great, about Louis Farrakhan in Black History. Right. Uh, the greatest march, a peaceful march that ever took place took place in Washington D.C. And they didn't have to have no uh, guns around, even though they was there. Uh, no, I know. I'm speaking from experience. I was there. See? Right. And uh, uh, really, the peaceful black people marching for freedom. Mm. You know, and, and no violence, nothing. Mm. See, but they don't they don't portray that. But on Black History Month, this should be displayed. You know. This should be. That is our accomplishment. Right. You know, they, they only show the failure, for instance. They want to tell you about roots, how they beat us down on Black History Month. Right. That's teaching black history, but the negative of black history. Right. I want to, to start teaching, teach the negative, but teach the positive too. Right. You know, and that's what I want to see happen on black history. I would like to see Black History Month open with uh, the march on Washington, the uh, uh, Martin Luther King March. Uh, I like to see them start it off like that. Somebody in our uh, class should dictate what, if this is our history month, right? right. Should dictate uh, the pace. But no, no. Those so called Jews would control everything and everybody of anything. Want it to be done their way. They want our black history taught the way they want it taught. Well, you know what's weird about the school system? I start to notice, like, especially in the South, like, you got most of the South uh, slave masters were Jewish. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go to school, most of them is their, most of them is their great granddaughters, their great, their great, uh, Grandsons, they teaching you in school. You know what I'm saying? How you know from the kindergarten all the way up to twelfth grade. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, uh, and and the Jews they operate off a system of twelve anyway. <coughs> you know, um, like um, I was telling you about this one science, uh, this one science called gematria. You know what I'm saying? That's how they able to fix. Fixed games and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Because of uh, uh, each like each number is in a case of uh, four categories. 
I mean, four four uh, areas. Yeah, four stages. Yep, like the calendar in a way. It's basically like the calendar, but uh, and pretty much, you know, it's just it's all about matching them numbers. You know what I mean? But 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 each number matches a historical point to where you would know what either what what happened or or how this can happen because this would happen before. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Because Black History Month was mainly Michael Jordan. It's kind of like Michael Jordan's month. He was born on Michael Jordan. Uh, Michael Jordan was born February 17th. He um, so a lot of people bet it on Michael Jordan because it was the uh, he was born in Brooklyn, New York. So it was the Brooklyn Nets had played the team that he owned, but these white folks kicked him off of it. You know what I'm saying? Ca- uh, called the Washington Wizards. You know what I mean? And pretty much, uh, cause he played, he played and he owned the team, and they didn't want him to do either or. You know what I'm saying? You know, so, um, but it was a lot of it, that was a big bet that night. You know what I'm saying? Because you know, Jamatria makes it to where you you at least know the historical aspect of it. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. Critical race theory. They don't want that talk. What's that? Critical race theory. Critical race theory. Yeah, what is they don't that? Want what that? is that? That's to teach white children uh, uh, the ways of their grandparents and their parents. Okay. You know, they don't want those children to, to be developed in their area uh, to know the truth. Right, right. See? Or what they grandparents right. did. You know, right. and, and, because and how they, they got it. Because they read in the Bible and they, and they read something about those children that we're talking about. Mm. It said that God would take vengeance on the third and fourth generation of those slaveholders that he had up. <coughs> okay. See? Okay. Yeah. So it would be taken out on them. Hmm. Why? Because they received the benefit. Even though they didn't do the act, they received the benefit that they come up and on top. They benefited from it. Right. So they got to pay the piper. See, so that that's why a reparation is a necessity. Mm. See, really, because okay. you got to repair the damage that was done. You got to be responsible for what you done, what your people do. Right. You know. What? Um. Okay. Um. Well, I'm gonna end this podcast with on this right here. Um. That was one. Of, that was another segment of Rose' final thought. You know what I'm saying? I told you I was going to uh, start making those uh, segments of their own. But um, we're in the show on this. Peace. <laughs>